Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hi, I'm Jerry, and you're listening to Beyond the Rut, a podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Here are your hosts, Sean Albright and Brandon Cunningham. Boom diggity. All right, so here we go, another episode of Beyond the Rut, and... I was sitting here looking at Brandon. So he's got his new microphone and already I've been on the phone with him for about 27 minutes and he's already attempted to go into Barry Barry White mode a few times with his new mic. So if he drops into that, I told him he sounds as creepy as he looks. So (laughs) thank God you guys cannot see what happens during these recordings that you only have to hear them. <laughs> we're going to start doing video recording. That that was that was Barry White, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> and, There's uh, something I'm, about this setup that makes you want to talk like that. I don't know why. <laughs> and I still have my crappy headset mic with the little crappy uh, pop filter removed now because the real Jerry Dugan sent me this nice blue pop filter. What I love so. about America is we can use microphones. Deep Thoughts by Jack Candy. I thought that was Dumb Thoughts by Brandon Cunningham. I thought it was going somewhere, but it didn't. (laughs) All right, so today we're going to talk about time management, which is quite ironic because um, it is actually something that I personally am struggling quite a bit with, and that's with a new job and trying to juggle this on the side and continue to blog, which I've not done very well with in the last few months. So a bit of an ironic subject, but um, hopefully something that I'll actually be able to listen to this podcast and uh, get my get myself in gear. Quick disclaimer, sometimes we talk about things you should do, not necessarily things we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Do do as we say, not as we do. Sometimes we do a great job of it, and sometimes we don't. But it's still a principle. It's kind of like, you know, you should eat out or eat right, not eat out, but eat right (laughs) and exercise. So it's always true. It's just not necessarily what you do all the time. So that's kind of what time management is. If you get on a schedule and keep it and manage your time you could be successful but you won't always do it that way is it just me or does everything (laughs) brandon say come out sounding dirty (laughs) okay we we have to get this under control so okay jerry just so you know the first three minutes throw that out don't worry about it no absolutely not leave this in here this is gold or at least bronze. This is bronze. <laughs> this is bronze. We're on the metal stand. That's all we care about. All right. So talking about time management, obviously, is something that pretty much everybody struggles with. That's why there's convenience stores. That's why there's fast food restaurants. That's why everything has basically went to an app form of some point because that's even faster than having access a browser. So we're all pressed for time, but we all have the same amount of time in a day. There's certain people that are very successful in their day, and then there's certain people that basically are constantly spinning their wheels, and you ask them, so how's things going? And they say, oh, just another day, you know, and it's basically just that. They repeated the same day that they did the day before. It's Groundhog Day all over again. I think to, to break out of that and to kind of move to the next level, if you will, you have to address time management. Absolutely, because 
it, it's very clear that if you don't manage the amount of time you have in the day, you're never going to get all the things you want accomplished. And it's a, kind of a self-defeating thing, too, because if you get to the end of the day and say, you know, I wanted to do these 10 things, but I only got two of them done, so I'm a failure. And then you start the self-talk that you can go back in an earlier episode in here. That's another killer for you. So you set yourself up for failure if you don't manage your time on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think that kind of what you said there, though, that, you know, you you only got to accomplish two of the seven things that you wanted to do for the day. I think that right there is what most people don't even start their day with is is clearly defined goals of what they want to do. I think it's very hard to manage your time if you have nothing set in paper ahead of time of what you wanted to do. And I think kind of a best practice is having a notebook by your bed because that's where you inevitably think about 15 things that you want to do. And it doesn't have to be a physical notebook. I know you can use your, your iPad or your iPhone or whatever to do that with, but inevitably that's where your, your day should start the night before writing down two or three goals of what do you want to do the next day? It's, it's very hard to not let your day slip away from you if you didn't even start off on the right foot. That's true. Somebody's going to determine your day. It's either you or it's everybody else. And I know so many people that get to work, log into their email, and the first thing they do is just start going through their email. They're not on a schedule. They just try to figure out what's going on, and they fight whatever fire has been lit at that moment. And at the end of the day, they leave with about you know 20 to 30% of their email either unread, undealt with, and and it holds over their head for the next day. So you're already 20% behind the next day. I, I go in every morning and check my email, decide what I'm going to you know respond to. And then I look at my calendar and then I start my day. I don't wait for everybody else to jump onto my calendar or my schedule. And at the end of the day, my inbox is always at zero. I know I'm weird. I know I'm OCD. I'm with you. But my inbox is always at zero because I have three folders. It's either urgent, important, or follow-up, or I file it someplace else. If I have to deal with it, it's got to go into either urgent, important, or follow-up. And sometimes you got to email somebody and say, okay, Sean, get back to me. And maybe, you know, Sean's on vacation and it takes a week. Put that in the follow-up file. But don't leave it in your inbox and look like you're not finished because then you'll just feel like you didn't accomplish something. Yeah, I totally agree. And to me, a cluttered inbox is equivalent to a cluttered desk or a cluttered office. I can't tolerate that. I see so many people and and everybody's got their own system. So if this is you out there and and you say you're awesome at time management, then God bless you. But I know so many people where you look at their, you know, how many unread emails and it's in the thousands. Oh, absolutely. I don't even understand that. I I just want to delete that for them. You know, it just kind of drives me crazy. I've said but, that before. How bad would it be if you lost everything? Well, nobody's going to die. Just delete it all and start over. Yeah, exactly. And something I learned, like you were saying with the folders, um, to have those folders in like Outlook Express be the top three folders, because those are the three that you go to the most, is put an asterisk before the before the first letter and that way it'll automatically categorize it up top and it's in your kind of your vision you're not having to scroll down through your 50 folders Mm -hmm. i actually did one urgent two important three follow-up but it accomplished the same thing put it up there scoot it over and move on and don't just let anybody walk into your office don't take every call and i get it some people are on the bottom of the chain and you're like but everybody in the company can call me and i have to answer the phone not necessarily the invention of the cell phone and 
I know I sound like I'm 100, but does not mean you have to answer every call and text. The best advice I ever had, I had a mentor about five years ago, and we were doing a Skype just like this, and we were talking about time management and just goals and all that kind of stuff, and my phone kept beeping. And she goes, why is your phone beeping? And I was, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to turn it off. And uh, she goes, no, I mean, why does it ever beep? You're not a a brain surgeon or the president. You don't need to get every message. Turn the the noise thing off of your messages, especially text and email. You go look at them on your schedule, not when somebody else wants to talk to you. Now, I have a couple of exceptions for that. My wife has her own ringtone and my kids have their own tone. Other than that, my phone doesn't make noise. It just, it'll ring, but I don't necessarily have to answer it. But as far as text and email, it doesn't ding or beep every time somebody wants to talk to to me. Yeah, and I think it's important that everybody know that when Brandon talks about his mentor, he's talking about a bottle of Evan Williams. <laughs> it never really, it never really talked back to me, but that's the kind of thing he got. She was a sweetheart. His... <laughs> oh, you did say it was a she. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's. A, I think from a time management standpoint, that's that's really a great point. Is that if you're not working on your agenda, you're working on somebody else's. Absolutely. So, Decline meetings. It's not the end of the world. And I guarantee if you decline it, they'll start to ask, why are you declining the meetings all the time? Gives you the perfect opportunity to say, hey, that doesn't, that meeting didn't seem like it fit in with what I needed to get accomplished for the day. Absolutely. One of the rules I have is I don't attend a meeting and I don't have a meeting if I don't have an agenda. If I didn't either give you an agenda, and I tell my staff that if I didn't give you an agenda prior to the meeting, at least the day before, then you don't have to come. And uh, one of the people on my staff, she didn't show up for a meeting the other day. And I I meet with them every two weeks, one-on-one, just to make sure that, you know, we're all on the same page. But she didn't show up. And I said, about 10 minutes later, I went in there. I said, hey, uh, are we still meeting? And she goes, well, you never sent me an agenda. So I just kept working. And I was so happy because (laughs) I thought, well, that's true. It's a great point. And then just like you said, I turned down a meeting the other day because there was no agenda. I'm not getting in a room and then us discussing what we're going to discuss because you and I have been in corporate America long enough to know what happens then is, okay, let's schedule another meeting now that we've discussed what we need to meet about. No, I'm out. I'd rather jump out the window than do that kind of stuff. (laughs) That's true. So I had a a conversation with, you know, my my manager um, this last week, and she said something that really caught me off guard. She said, what I really want you guys to do, talking to the team, was to at least take one hour per week and work on some kind of personal development. And I was like, that is fantastic, because most people do not get an opportunity during working hours to set set time aside and work on things. So I started thinking about that, and I'm like, man, that is something that I used to do pretty regularly before I kind of got into the, the corporate world. And... I really miss that part of my week is is that time set aside. So I started thinking about that and I'm like, why have I let that go? And it's it's not because of time management, it's because of laziness essentially. There is no reason that I can't get out of bed 30 minutes earlier than what I normally do just to work on something that's really important for the day. So maybe that's when I would get up and take a look at my list from the night before, make sure that everything's set up so I can work on it for the day. Maybe it's just going to be something that has absolutely nothing to do with the, the workplace. Maybe it's about being a better parent or being a better husband or being a better dog owner. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you do to be a better dog, dog owner, owner, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe research dogs. I don't, I don't know what you do. To... Although Molly walk, is cute, you should bring Molly down again because my dog's a lover. But that's a great point, you know, whenever, but what she's saying is 
Don't just plan to spend an hour, but actually schedule an hour at two o'clock on Tuesday in my office, down the street, in the car, at Taco Bell, whatever you want to do, set an appointment because we all know if you don't have an appointment set and that little you know, reminder doesn't pop up, you're not going to go to that meeting. So make yeah. a meeting with yourself. I have a meeting every uh, Monday with, with the senior pastor and we have lunch. And we, but it's set in stone on my work calendar and personal calendar. So everybody else has to work around that because the other thing about corporate America and meetings are if they see that little blank space on your calendar, they're going to stick something in it and drag you into that meeting. And you might think, wait a minute, we're talking about how to be a dog owner, better dog owner. And I don't even own a dog. Why am I in this meeting? Well, you messed up and didn't schedule your day. So somebody else did it. Right. So one of the things that I've always heard on the whole time management thing, and I'll screw it up because I don't have the quote right in front of me, but it was essentially making the point that somewhere out there, someone with less talent, less resources, and less education is doing more in in the world that you operate in than you currently are. Absolutely. Did I say that, Did I say that right? It's something like that. You know, they're doing more with the same amount you have. You know, like you said at the beginning, we all had the same amount of time in the day. And, you know, I I have five kids. Well, I have two kids. I have three jobs. I have whatever it is, whatever your excuse is, everybody else has the same either excuse or limitations. So what are you going to do with it? You don't stay up 20 hours a day. That's not how you accomplish your dreams. You need to schedule it and say it. You know, I'm going to get up every day at five o'clock and I'm going to read. I'm going to come home every day at six o'clock and the first hour is going to be working out. The last hour is going to be maybe reading or scheduling my next day. But it's not going to happen by chance because if you've ever tried to work out or you've ever tried to do anything, if nobody knew that was your plan and it wasn't written down, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And I think what you're saying there and, and kind of what we're kind of have been mentioning, I guess, is priorities and focus is really where time management comes into play. So it's not necessarily about, like I said, making more time. That's what we always say. If I just had more time, I could do this. Or if I had a little, you know, a little more time once a week, I could do so much more with life. No, that's probably not the case. And most people are going to say, if I had, if once the kids get to this point, then I'm going to be able to do that. Once, once I get my job to this point, I'm going to have more time for that. And it's simply not true because if, if you know, Sean and I, you know, kind of where we're at in life and, you know, his kids are small. My kids are, are huge. They're monstrous human beings that eat everything on the planet, but, uh, they're at different stages. They require different things. You know, we have, we have five kids, four of them are grown and some of them act like they're grown but they're all actually legally grown and but one of them is about to have uh, our first grandchild so that's a new season that we'll go into doing doing that kind of stuff everybody has something going on so it's not going to happen naturally and also like sean was saying we're not saying plan every minute of your day we're saying set the priority things earlier in a podcast we talked about date night we talked about vacations we talked about you know scheduling things with your kids and stuff like that if you don't put it in the calendar it won't be and a lot of us are like i know that you're doing uh soccer right now with the little kids you get the schedule one day from this coach and he says hey every you know tuesday night at six and every saturday we're going to have soccer he's just claimed time in your week so you need to do the same thing hand out those pizza papers you know And, and what's so funny about that is that a month ago two months ago before soccer season started i was talking about 
kind of that. I was doing like everybody else. Oh, I wish I had more time for this. I need more time for that. Then suddenly we start soccer and I get this schedule that's somebody else's agenda. And they say, you need to be here from 6.15 to 7.15 every Monday for my daughter and 6.15 to 7.15 every Thursday for my son. And all of a sudden, I've now carved out two more hours out of my week where I'm doing something else that I didn't think that I had time for. What if I could have not waited on soccer and I would have said, hey, you know what? For every week on Monday night from 6.15 to 7.15, I'm having coffee by myself and I'm reading a book or I'm planning my day or I'm setting some goals and working on my life plan. I'm exercising or whatever. But that's just proof positive that it can happen. It's not about time. It's about my children were a priority. So I set those things on my calendar and now they're happening and I don't think, wow, where did that time come from? It just did because it was a priority. What's funny is you paid somebody to do that for you. You know, you signed the check and you bought the uniforms and you did all of that stuff so somebody else could tell you what to do four times a week for two kids. And it's important that we all realize that we all have that ability. I mean, you can send us a check at beyondtherut.com. Send us as much money as you want, and we will call you and tell you when to do stuff. It's not a problem. Just let us know. Yeah, I like that. So that's that's kind of the lesson here is call call the soccer coach in your town, introduce yourself, send them a check for a hundred bucks, and ask them to put things on your calendar. <laughs> you you will definitely get beyond the rut. You will take a next step, and uh, you can it. thank us. That is a really great idea. And he's like, okay, what's your kid's name? Oh, I don't have any kids. This is just what I want to do. My my kids are 21 and 20 and 18. It's like, what? Yeah. I just want you to schedule my Monday and Tuesday nights from now on. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right. So I think we can probably wrap this up. I think that's a, you know, one good takeaway is figure out what your focus needs to be, where your priorities truly are. And then put them on paper, put them in a calendar, hold yourself accountable to those things. And you'll be surprised in a couple of weeks or even a couple of months, maybe those things are now set. Like those are a part of your normal everyday routine and you'll thank us for it later. Thank us by putting that in the review on iTunes. That would be great. Go Absolutely. to Beyond the Rut. They go helped to iTunes. me manage my time. That's why. I, and we cut the podcast down a little bit because we know that your time's valuable. We don't want you on the listening for 30 minutes to get a good tidbit of information. So that's a great idea. Another thing I would say, too, is get a paper calendar. Everybody in the world has some sort of free paper calendar they want to give you. Get it and carry it around with you because I have an iPhone, I have an iPad, I have a MacBook, I have a work computer, everything else, but I have a paper calendar that I keep everything on. So if this all dies, I have something to look at and remember what I was supposed to do for meetings and things like that. So that's always a good uh, little tidbit you can take with you. Yeah, that's good. And notice how I tried to close it out, keep this episode short. And <laughs> Brandon just dropped another amount of wisdom on us. And, and how are we supposed to end the show now? And we could we could keep going with that line right there. There you go. Well, while we're on the subject, <laughs> you want to really manage your time. Don't let people just talk forever and ever and ever. <laughs> No, very good point though. The the difference between technology versus you know pen and paper. I think you got to find what works for you. Um, for a long time, I was very much an advocate of paper calendars and pens, and I really had a hard time going to anything electronic. But now I'm pretty much all electronic. So whatever you guys find out there that works for you, as long as you use it, it's good. 
So don't feel like you have to find an app to make you manage your time. A lot of those time management apps, you know what they really are? They're fancy calendars. Yep. So, all right. Well, hopefully that'll help somebody out. Love to hear from you. Uh, Beyondtherut.com. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, um, anything. We'll, we'll take it. You can actually leave a voicemail at the website now. So. That's right. So, all right, guys. Hope that is a, uh, I don't even know what I hope that is. So we're just going to say goodbye. I hope it's as good as turkey dinner with your grandmother. Unless that's not any good, then I hope it's a lot better than that. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut. And we would love to hear from you. So you can actually call into our show as well. The area code is 361 and the number is 596-3788. Again, that number is 361-596-3788. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a question, a comment, some praise, suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. We also want you to head over to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. And you can do that at beyondtherut.com slash iTunes. Then after that, share us with your family and friends. You can always check out our show notes. And for this episode, you can go to beyondtherut.com slash 017. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.